I want to tell you about another podcast you might enjoy, Pindrop from TED. On Pindrop, host Salim Rushamwala journeys across the globe to find surprising stories from different places. With local journalists and creators as your guides, you'll weave through the streets of Bangkok with a motorcycle midwife, time travel with dinosaurs behind a hardware store in New Jersey, and meet a guy who dresses up as a luchador to protect citizens from traffic in Mexico City. Listen to Pindrop wherever you get your podcasts. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today's legend was a Japanese-American broadcaster who was jailed as a traitor against the United States. She came to be known as Tokyo Rose. Let's talk about Eva Toguri. Eva Ikuko Toguri was born in 1916 to Japanese immigrants in Los Angeles, California. Growing up, she was a popular student and played on her high school's varsity tennis team. In 1940, Eva graduated from UCLA with a degree in zoology and a plan to become a doctor. But a year later, in 1941, Eva reluctantly sailed to Tokyo to look after her ailing aunt. She was unable to get a passport and traveled on a certificate of identification, which the U.S. State Department promised would be sufficient ID for her return. That August, she applied for a passport, but after the attack on Pearl Harbor, the State Department refused to grant it, questioning her citizenship. Eva was trapped in Japan. The United States and Japan were at war, and the Japanese government pressured Eva to renounce her U.S. citizenship. When she refused, she was declared an enemy alien and was left to support herself. She taught piano lessons and used the money to pay for culture lessons to better communicate. But tensions with neighbors grew as Eva maintained her pro-American attitude and she moved out of her aunt's house to protect her family. In 1942, the US government incarcerated Japanese Americans in internment camps. Eva lost contact with her family and didn't know that they'd been sent to Gila River in Arizona. Her mother died shortly after arrival. Eva found work as an English typist at a news agency, where she met Portuguese citizen Felipe Aquino, whom she would later marry. In 1943, Eva took a second job at Radio Tokyo, where Allied prisoners of war were forced to broadcast Japanese propaganda targeted at American servicemen. She hosted a program called The Zero Hour. The producer knew Eva from her work smuggling food to POWs and respected Eva's wish not to voice anti-American sentiment. He wrote her farcical scripts that slipped past Japanese censors. She gave her income, $7 a month, to feed prisoners. Eva called herself Anne, and later Orphan Anne, and though she only spoke two to three minutes an episode, she participated in 340 broadcasts. Greetings, everybody. This is your number one enemy, your favorite playmate, Orphan Anne of Radio Tokyo. We're ready again for a vicious assault on your morale. 75 minutes of music and news for our friends, I mean our enemies in the South Pacific. American troops called all the Japanese women broadcasters Tokyo Rose, a moniker which took on a mythical status during and after the war. Tokyo Rose was sexualized in the media and was portrayed as a femme fatale seeking to undermine America. In 1945, after Japan surrendered to the United States, journalists offered Eva $2,000 for an exclusive interview with Tokyo Rose. 
The money was a year's worth of wages, and Eva agreed, but the journalist attempted to sell the interview as a confession. Eva was arrested for her role in broadcasting propaganda, but was released a year later for lack of evidence. Eva tried again to return to the United States so that she could give birth in her home country, but the press lobbied against her. Her baby was born in Japan and died soon after delivery. U.S. military authorities arrested Eva again and sent her to San Francisco, where she was charged with assisting the Japanese government during World War II. Her husband was not granted permission to visit America, and Eva never saw him again. At the time, Eva's trial was the longest and most expensive in American history. Eight counts of treason were brought against her. Eva was found guilty of one for saying, Orphans of the Pacific, how will you get home now that your ships are sunk? Eva was fined $10,000 and served six years of a 10-year sentence. After her release, she moved to Chicago, where she lived for 50 years. In 1976, two of Eva's accusers admitted that their false testimony was coerced by the FBI. A year later, President Gerald Ford pardoned Eva and restored her U.S. citizenship. Though her father died before Eva was pardoned, he was proud of her and said to Eva, you were like a tiger, you never changed your stripes. You stayed American through and through. Eva was given the 2005 Edward J. Herlihy Citizenship Award by the World War II Veterans Committee for her courage and love of the United States. Eva died in 2006. She was 90 years old. Though Eva was vilified as a traitor, she was fiercely patriotic throughout her life. Decades after her conviction, Eva was recognized as a hero. All May, we're talking about mavericks and legends. We're highlighting women who went against prescribed gender norms to make a name for themselves, for better or for worse. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our newsletter, Womanica Weekly. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica. And you can follow me directly on Twitter at Jenny M. Kaplan. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. And special thanks to all the Womaniacs out there. To join our brand new membership program, go to glow.fm slash Womanica. It really means a lot to us. You'll be supporting the work that goes into Encyclopedia Womanica, and you'll get special access to bi-weekly live events, and you'll be able to help shape future content. Check it out at glow.fm slash Womanica. Talk to you tomorrow. Hey everyone, I'm Louisa, one of the scriptwriters for Encyclopedia Womanica. One of my favorite things about the show is when listeners engage with our team and suggest future episodes and themes. Learning about all the remarkable women throughout history is a reminder that anything is possible under any circumstance. So if you love Encyclopedia Womanica as much as I do, show your support by becoming a Womaniac. Head to glow.fm slash womanica for more information.